Hello, I'm Colin Green, and you are listening to Spike Pit. Keeping on with the player theme, uh, I've been been up to all sorts of this and that. I've got a few call-ins. I've also been doing a little bit of DMing on the on the side, as it were, uh, away from the main Monday night session. I played, I think it was Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Uh, Wednesday and Thursday was sort of a one one dm and my son so it's me and me and my youngest we played a couple of sessions and then brought in our fed my brother who has adopted the rocks full everyone dies handle on anchor and i think maybe on g plus not sure about that though anyways let's get to the first call in hey colin great episode tim shores from godsridge manor here Love the intro. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, and then I love your stand on um, Fortnite. I, d- I don't know what that is. I'm an old geezer too. And I love your reference to you and your boys sitting around reminiscing. <laughs> that had me laughing. I love that. And, uh, and on one-on-one stuff, Colin, um, I'll, probably, I'll do a, a podcast about that actually because I really can't fit too much into this the phone call. Also, I'm going to contact you about on um, G+, because I'm going to send you a little something. So I'm going to need your address, so uh, be a little on the lookout for that. And again, Colin, real entertaining episode. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, so thanks for taking the time to call in, Tim. And um, your kind words are much appreciated. It's the sort of thing that spurs me to carry on. So I'm, I'm glad you found it amusing. I was in a kind of a bit of a wacky mood on my last episode and I thought, ah, who cares? I'm just going to throw in all my zaniness and, and, and see what happens. So I'm glad somebody appreciated it. Um, but my intro, in comparison to the Goffridge Manor's last episode, Tim, mate, you, you hit it out of the park there. I, I'm still having nightmares with your spooky Goffridge Manor Halloween-esque um crazy intro and uh and i thought the episode was good as well talking uh tim was talking about his his thoughts on um pay what you want and his experience of publishing on the likes of drive through rpg now the other man i can't i can't leave it without mentioning frank t um He's got uh, he's got some pretty cool intros as well, and his most recent episode I can't can't exactly remember when it was now because I've got some funny dates on my anchor app, but I I listened to one of his and I kind of forgotten how good they are. So um, anybody who hasn't checked out Frank T's liner notes is on anchor. Check it out. Um, I've I've decided I'm calling him. The wise man of Anchor, so uh, or the wise man of the OSR, sorry. Uh, so, yes, check out Frank T's liner notes, guys. You're missing out if you don't. Hey, Spike Pit, one to one sessions. I've um, ran a couple of those uh, back in the day, uh, mostly with World of Darkness system, so it really didn't matter. And it's all storytelling, and it's all that early '90s kind of, you know, gothic punk. Uh, getting your vampire on stories. Uh, anyway, nowadays, uh, I took a look at something called Scarlet Heroes. It's from the guy who did Red Tide, um, Sin Gnome Publishing. 
Um, it basically the gist of it and uh, what worked for me was uh, instead of doing damages hit points, you do damages hit dice. So um, a goblin has one hit die. So your son does one hit point of damage, it kills one goblin. And that way he can fight like six goblins and still stand a chance. Um, all right, good hearing your stuff, and I'll talk to you later. Yeah, so that's Rich Fraser. Cheers for taking the time to call in, Rich. He's got uh, an anchor cast, um, Cockatrice Nuggets. I'm a big fan of the show, and uh, I always look forward to hearing what he's got to say. However, on this matter... Um, yeah, I can. I can. I'm totally with you with regards to the hit dice hit points thing, but um, my problem is I shift between solo, well, one player, one DM, and like one player and the party kind of thing, and um, with my youngest son, I think there would be a little bit of confusion if, if like. Um, Sort of one session, he's slaying goblins willy-nilly, for example, and then in the next session he's switching over back to the sort of uh, more standard 5e rules. So, um, whilst I can, I, I'm totally on board with what you're saying. I think you can appreciate my problem um, trying to implement the. Scarlet Heroes type of theory, but I'll check that game out anyway, man. So that sounds interesting. Um, what I've actually been doing is the standard kind of NPCs tagging along with you know your solo player. So currently, he's on the trail of these sort of unidentified orcs that seem to be rather well equipped and um, there's some question as to why they're up to what they're up to I can't say too much because I've got obviously listeners from my group listening in so uh, no, don't want any spoilers um, yeah so what I what I would like to do is so say you've got like a, a squad of six guys, the PC being one and five other characters, which is is basically the current situation. I I was I've been trying to knock around an idea for a sort of a squad mechanic whereby I've I've messed about with mob rules for monsters and things. So if you get you know like twenty goblins, how I can mash them in, mash them together into one sort of stat block. I'm I'm knocking around a, a few thoughts to get a a PC party knocked together into a bit of a stat block so that I can just. I mean, not really a PC party, but like a like a, um, a band of henchmen or hoppos for a solo player that can accompany him, uh, soak up a bit of damage and throw out a bit of damage at the same time. Uh, I know it all seems a little bit abstract and a bit contrived on one thing and another, but um, what I've been doing doesn't actually work too bad. 
I mean, when I say what I've been doing, you know, I've just basically taken out of the, um, I think it's the monster manual. Uh, so we've got this patrol of elves. So I've just taken like a scout stat block. So uh, my son is kind of co-leader with uh, an NPC from the campaign. They're part of the Emerald Enclave and he's... The group has split into two, um, and there's a guy called Pax. He takes uh, two guys with him, and then my son takes two scouts with him. If they're splitting up, if if if, uh, if they find a mission that they think needs a little bit more muscle or a little uh, some a few more guys, then they just stay together, and I, I sort of concentrate my uh, DM focus on the main NPC with his two hoppos and then my son plays his character and he's got two hoppos and um, that actually works out alright so I, I don't want to overthink it but I would be interested um, to hear you know what the likes of Tim say is doing and anybody else who's um, running this one on one stuff uh, but yeah, I'll take on board what you're saying, Rich, and uh, thanks for calling in. We move from Rich 1R to Robert 1R. And uh, yeah, let's, let's hear what he's got to say. There could be a little bit of conflict here. Hey, Colin. Uh, it's uh, just uh, me, DM Dad calling in again um just listening to your most recent episode and i thought i would weigh in on uh D beyond and uh it's just my personal opinion but i would not invest in that um it is a it is a thing where basically you have to rebuy your your books so you have to decide are you going to have physical books are you going to use D D beyond are you going to use roll 20 or are you going to use fantasy grounds because each of those will make you pay for material that you already have just to use it on a different platform and that's bs wizards of the coast don't need any more money they publish magic the gathering they have all the money in the world so there are i'm all about using digital stuff to organize your game but not that one thanks for calling in robert yeah um so my previous Calling was from Rich Fraser. He's quite a fan of D and D Beyond. I don't know too much of the history behind what, uh, why, or how he got into it, but he he was tempting me into it, and I tell you that's no small feat to get my interest. But um, Robert is quite the opposite. Obviously, uh, anybody listening to the the calling there is vehemently opposed to the thought of. Um, uh, D&D Beyond and I'm inclined uh, to think also that um, there's a little bit too much of a, cra a, a crash gab a cash grab going on um, yeah I mean I understand pe companies they want to make their money in one thing and another but yeah I, I can't keep buying the same books over and over again so I'm, I'm liable to just um, stick with how I'm doing things. And the thing is, with 5e, I, I throw out a lot of 
what they put out anyway i, I buy the products and um i kind of use them more just for a bit of inspiration and uh yeah i i kind of don't get the f- i get i think i get my money's worth but i don't make full use out of the product i don't i don't rigidly stick to what they're saying or or anything like that so i'm just picking and pulling the best of uh from their products and i mean in fairness that's what i do with everything but um interestingly uh john at red dice diaries was talking about the the osr products and the kind of value that you get with those and you know i'm definitely uh, agreeing with john there that with the osr you you can go on to something like uh drive through rpg and pick up all sorts of products for for pretty much next to nothing or or nothing in fact or you know relatively cheaply um and and like I like I said to uh I I did a call in to John saying you know you've got this connection with the designers as well and a potential dialogue can open up and and all that appeals to me I'm I'm a little bit of uh, I'm a little bit of the DIY OSR type of school of thought. Um, I know there's all these sort of like factions within factions. We've got this uh, art house and and uh, DIY and um, and then you know the OSR perhaps splinters into different systems like Swords and Wizardry or. Um, labyrinth lord and this that and the other and I, and I, I don't want to go down i don't want to go down that road but um yeah it's interesting so we've got rich in favor of dnd beyond and robert not in favor um so yeah i'm probably somewhere in the middle but cash strapped and not wanting to buy out buy up books more than once you know i I think i'm gonna end up going with uh the uh giving the beyond the miss really but um ah who knows it could change so moving on i've got a question regarding this business of uh west marches style campaigns i know it's uh pretty popular with our man mr hobbs and his calmart Kalmata campaign um, and what I can't seem to get to the bottom of is what do you do if you want to go further afield in the campaign so you know for anybody that doesn't know West Marches is this, this idea where players drop in and drop out between sessions they've got a sort of a centralised base of operations and they foray out for the duration of a session and then get back to the base by the end of the session or as has been pointed out to me by Jason um uh Jeff Jeff there's a guy called Jeff Reints or Rents I can't pronounce his second name um but yeah, he's got like a um, a list of or a table of penalties for players that don't get back. So in their in their downtime between sessions, they have to journey back to base 
and they suffer the depredations of that um, between sessions to encourage people, I guess, to encourage them to get their finger out, get a move on and, 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 and get their behind back to where it's supposed to go. Um, but I'm just wondering, you know, if you want to strike out further afield, how are people doing this? It's all a bit of a mystery to me. I'm imagining that you can potentially establish another sort of like a beachhead, another kind of base further afield and then kind of like leapfrog from one to another in the manner of something like adventures in middle earth there you go got it right this time not middle earth role playing game no adventures in middle earth their journey system has got like these things called sanctuaries and they're like um kind of points of light where you can travel from one to another sanctuary and um yeah, yeah it's exactly what it sounds it's a it's a sanctuary so i i kind of think you could do your west marches campaign in something like adventures in middle earth by um making sure that with each session by the end you'll get into some sort of a sanctuary but not necessarily the one you started in so any any comments on that put me straight or um or agree or or whatever it, it's just i've had this discussion with old Arfed, my brother and um yeah we're kind of just wondering what people do really oh and as a, a postscript um i do realize that the whole conceit of some of these west marches type thing is you just get back to base and that's that so yeah i understand that but if you've got a larger setting i just wonder how you explore it you know okay hi just wanted to call in with some more comments on your um mentioning of the dm dad podcast which i thought was really good um always loved the middle earth sort of setting uh characters etc um, I was interested to see if people are using a, a background or a, a world like that and then just putting their game system into it. Um, I guess a bit like a hack of some description. Just wondering what other things people take from various systems that they've got on the shelf that never get to the table, but they like a particular part of the game, a, an initiative system or some sort of combat system or character creation so i'm sure a lot of these games can be merged or dropped into different um surroundings and and backgrounds so just interested to see what people think so that was our fed my brother rocks fall everyone dies that's his new handle as suggested by jason hobbs uh, so Diz has adopted that now and far be it from me to call him anyone else anything else I'd like to thank anybody who's been listening and a big uh, thank you to the call-ins. Without them, I don't know if I'd bother because, um, yeah, that's where I draw my inspiration, chiefly from hearing what people have got to say and the feedback. That's what's keeping this thing going. So, yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, Everybody out there, take care of yourselves and um, I'll be back soon.